everyone, and welcome to the Gal at the Podcast. I'm Lauren Romo, and with me as always is my cousin and fellow nerd, Andrea Gutierrez. Bright suns. Bright suns. What's going on, cuz? How are we feeling? Nothing, nothing really. It was kind of a, a boring week without uh, Book of Boba Fett. Agreed. It was kind of a bummer. We didn't have new Star Wars content. So I went hard on all my uh, High Republic stuff I'm behind on. I mean, I went really hard. I mean, I was like, I'm going to get this completed, but. There's so much High Republic. I'm so behind. I got, I think I'm mostly caught up. I still got to do the one that just came out by uh, Justina, the Midnight. No, that's by Daniel Jose Older. Daniel Jose Older. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Daniel Jose Older. I got to read that one. I have not read that book yet and i am way behind on all the comics like yeah i started way behind i started um midnight horizon yes and i'm pretty caught up with the comics at least star wars high republic adventures and then the marvel series uh where i'm behind is uh oh and then i mountain something peak monster i'm mountain something wow (laughs) There's just so much High Republic, which is a good thing. Like, this is a good problem to have. Like, there's just so much to to read and catch up on. I mean, there's nothing nothing wrong with it, for sure. But my we'll dogs, get there. My dogs are in the room, so they're when I'm talking, you'll hear them barking. Apologies. <laughs> Doggos Dome, making Dome. their debut. <laughs> Apologies. 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 All right, kids, but we're going to have some fun today. Uh, we'll do, we're going to do some news. Uh, we haven't obviously done news in a while because obviously the last seven weeks we've been doing Book of Boba Fett and there's been some stuff that's come out while that all uh, transpired, while that show was going on. So we're going to dive into that, a few things. But before we get into it, if this is your first time listening to us, welcome. We are a Star Wars podcast that discuss anything and everything within that galaxy far, far away. In each episode, we will dive into one or, one or two topics and have a general discussion on them. Topics could be movies, TV series, books, comics, a specific character, you name it. And we talk about it. Okay, Ange, let's dive into some news. Uh, we got some stuff. We got some, uh, you know, acty actors being attached to some shows. We have Obi-Wan Kenobi news. We have video game news. We got some stuff to talk about today. So to kick us off, we're going to talk about a little article that came from the mothership itself, StarWars.com. And this was done on January 25th. So again, we're way behind on the news, kids, but this is why we're doing this episode to catch up. So in this article, it is stated that Electronic Arts and Lucasfilm Games announced they have new Star Wars titles in development from Red Spawn Entertainment. So Red Spawn, for some of you that don't know, did the Jedi Fallen Order move uh, video game. So they are in production and they're in the stages of three different types of genre Star Wars games. So they are doing and continuing the story of Star Wars Jedi, Jedi Fallen Order, uh, but they're calling it Star Wars Jedi franchise. So that is getting obviously a a sequel to it. So hopefully that will continue. I'm assuming the Kalkeskis 
and that crew uh, journey. Really excited for that one. They are also doing a strategy game and a first-person shooter game. Uh, again, all by Electronic Arts and developed from Red Spawn Entertainment. So exciting stuff if you're a video gamer. And it's not a game that we are not going to participate in, which is obviously hashtag Blackout Star Wars Eclipse. Uh, but these are new new titles and new games that I will be uh, definitely diving into for sure. So, Andrea, video games. We've talked about this a little bit before. I know I've asked you, are you going to get a console and play these games? What's your status? What are you doing here? So I want to get into gaming. You know, I I gamed when I was younger, but once I got kind of advanced with like having to like move your vision and move your <laughs> your person at the same time. We've talked about this before. I'm so right, bad at it. Right, I mean, right, not right, terrible. Right. Um, for a while, I was into Call of Duty and I could um hold my own. So I'm kind of excited for the first person shooter. I don't know if it's going to be like a Battlefront or what but that might be more up my alley than the jedi one i've tried to get into fallen order and i know it has a great story it's just like the controls i'm not good at them i don't know i think my it's because i have tiny hands (laughs) it's a good game it is like there's what's interesting about the fallen order or they're calling it star wars jedi is within the game there's puzzles to do and things like that. So it's a fun, it's a really good game. So I'm excited to see what they do with that aspect of it. Do they obviously keep that? Do they do more of it? Uh the story itself, I can't wait to get Cal back into the 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 fray of our Star Wars. So I I'm excited. I and Cal is one of those I hope that they get into a live action. I I really do. Hopefully that's down the road and something that they can that they can do because the actor that plays him i mean he's i think he's young enough he's like right in the perfect age to where they could do it and it would be i think amazing so we'll see i'm excited for it how are you about the strategy games i'm not big on those that i know a lot of people like them and they're fun but i'm not big on those like strategy strategy games What, what do you got is that more like walking around and like making a choice, like one of those things? Uh, is that or like on the mobile games where it's like you have to defend stuff? I, I don't know if it's more like kind of that uh, that aspect of it. I like all that stuff. Um, like uh, Risk, the board game. God, I sound so old. <laughs> but it's very similar to that, though. I think like the strategy, like the strategy game, I think would be something similar for sure so what's what's tough with me is i don't have enough time to invest time into a game right i would like to but then i would i don't know i just don't have time to do it or i'm trying to tell myself i don't have time but i don't stay up late you know i work a lot i just don't have time i'm not that's i just don't think i could get back into gaming even though i want to but like I just started watching TV shows and like regular like some things other than Star Wars, right? And I never used to do that anymore because I was like I don't like wasting my time in front of a TV for 4 to 6 hours. 
But I started watching like The Witcher and things like that. And it's just great to be able to dive back into other types of stories. So maybe I'm not going to say yes. I'm, I'm all in on this new Star Wars gaming minus Star Wars Eclipse going forward. I just I just don't know if I'm there yet. No, that's fair. It it does take a a commitment. I mean, it really does. Like I even, I mean, I I wish I could play a lot more, but work and then obviously we do podcasts. I have another podcast that I do. So like it is it, the timing, especially how detailed these stories are now, which is amazing. Like that's one of the coolest parts about it is that these stories are very detailed and very fun to get into and you get sucked into it like Jedi Fallen Order man there's so much you can do within that game and it just you just get totally sucked in I mean even if you just played it kind of straight through and not really kind of you know like adventured and looked around like it's just it's crazy so I'm excited I'm terrible at first person shooter games so like battlefront like those battlefront games I'm just awful I'll play them but I'm just awful at them. So I just know in advance, I'm just going to be terrible, but I know I'll have a good time regardless, especially when you can get a group of your friends to play that have it too. Like it's fun. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Like you said, besides uh hashtag blackout star Wars eclipse, I'm excited for these games to come out and have some, you know, star Wars games to just uh, have and just dive into. So content, content, content. I like it. I like it. All right. Next articles we're going to talk about are two articles which have, uh, they they parallel each other in this way. So Hollywood Reporter, among other outlets, um, are reporting a couple actors that are joining the Ahsoka series. So now we're getting into, obviously, more announcements hopefully coming out with these shows. So the first one um, that they announced, or one of the actors that they announced, was Mary Elizabeth Winstead is joining the Ahsoka series. Uh, now, she has been in um, various shows. Uh, let's see. I think in the article they said she has been on the revenge thriller Kate from Netflix. She was a uh, huntress in the Birds of Prey movie. And she was in the Will Smith and Angelie's uh, co-star. She co-starred in the Will Smith and Angelie and the Gemini Man movie. So she's done some stuff. She's been obviously around. Super excited to see what her character could be. And then the other actor that is attached to, again, joining the Ahsoka series is a gentleman by the name of Ray Stevenson, who some of you fans might know voiced the um, Mandalorian gentleman by the name of Gar Saxon in Star Wars Rebels. So that's exciting and that's interesting because, again, does he play Gar Saxon? Does that mean we get, like, flashbacks to that time in Ahsoka's life a lot of speculation on that obviously he has the look of a imperial or uh first order guy so you know he could do that a lot of interesting um things that again he could he could play he has that kind of look so Andrea I'll kick it to you first Mary Elizabeth Ray Stevenson 
Ahsoka series, man. We'll, we'll talk a little bit after we kind of talk about these announcements, but I, I'm excited, man. We're getting more stuff. And then with these two, how you feeling? What do you got? Yeah, I don't. That's tough. You know, like, how are they going to be involved? Who might they be? Uh, where is the story going? You know, um, we obviously know that Ahsoka is looking for Grand Admiral Thrawn. So we are in between Return of the Jedi and uh, Force Awakens, right? So we're somewhere mingling around with that. Uh, Mary Elizabeth uh, Winstead, she's pretty badass in Birds of Prey. So I expect her to have like a full on uh, action role where she um, is capable of doing um fighting and stuff like that stunt work and things like that so i i don't i don't know what she would be like i have no idea like a badass imperial person or not imperial but i guess it is imperial around that time because they still do identify themselves during that time as the empire so that's kind of tough first order but still part of the like a refurbished reorganized empire yeah yeah, and Ray Stevenson, they said that he is going to be like an um, like a admiral, but not right. not grand admiral, but he's not playing Thrawn, right? So, I mean, there's not many grand admirals left after uh this time period because it's brought up in like uh the alphabet alphabet squadron books where most of the hierarchy of the empire was on the second death star so when that exploded then the people started like jockeying for positions and it actually wasn't like the best of the best because most of the best was gone so um it will be interesting to see like what he is i think i don't think he's going to be a character we already know i just don't i just think he's going to be um a pretty good addition to uh, the villains group. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with him because again, he does obviously, like I said, like I said up top, he has that look of just that first order imperial, like empire, empire, empire. So it's gonna be really interesting to see what they do with him. Again, I think it is kind of interesting that he did voice Gar Saxon. Obviously, we know in Rebels, Sabine's mother killed him when Sabine and uh, Gar Saxon fought. So, but again, in Star Wars, never say never, right? Not everybody's truly gone. So, but I, I, do, I know the speculation in the article, like you said, Ange, is he's going to be playing some type of admiral, which is cool. Like, I, I hope this series, and I think this series, will really, I think, start diving into the whole First Order rebuild of, of the storyline, right? Because, actually, I think Mandalorian will explore that, too. Because it touched on it, obviously, in the first two seasons. Obviously, the Book of Boba Fett didn't really touch on it as much as I would have hoped, but that's okay because it was a separate kind of thing. It didn't really involve, you know, that storyline. But I really think the Ahsoka series is really going to hit that First Order stuff and the rebuild of it because, again, if you're going after Grand Admiral Thrawn, you know he's attached to the Empire and you know he's, you know, he probably would be, as far as we know, would be with the First Order. 
And again, that's a whole podcast that you and I will will do definitely is a whole Grand Admiral Thrawn uh, episode. But I think this Soka series is really shaping up to be, I think, that type of series, like connecting, I think, the Mandalorian storyline with the First Order and getting that kind of those characters all involved in it. Right. That's that's just who I feel about, it, especially with these type of actors coming in. Like you said, Mary Elizabeth um, Winstead. Badass in uh, Birds of Prey. So huge. I'm hoping huge action stuff from her. Be cool. I know some people will like theorizing, which I I mean, again, if we get flashbacks in Ahsoka, you know, could she be a an inquisitor of some kind? Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of, you know, again, like Force Center, Jen, uh, Jennifer, Ken, Joseph, like they say, let's speculate responsibly. Is this is going to be a really fun series, I think. So what do you think about the Ahsoka series as far as connections or where do you think, again, fun speculation on our part today, where do you think this show goes? Do you think it is going to connect to like the whole First Order more than I think these other series have or will? What do you got? I mean, what what are your thoughts on it? Uh, my initial thoughts was it was kind of like a Rebels 2, honestly. Like, because uh, we're going to have Sabine, maybe Ezra. I mean, maybe Sabine, maybe Ezra, obviously Thrawn, right? So we're continuing with that. Like, do we go and uh, get a Hera? And we know that Hera was present um, during the Rise of Skywalker, I guess you can say, or the ghost was present. God. Right, right. But right. so lame. Put Hera in a damn movie. Jesus. I think she will. I think, I think that's around the corner, to be honest. I do. So I don't I really don't know what this is. You know, the 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 logo for the title is World Between Worlds ish. Like yes, is this gonna be is. super yep. trippy? Are we gonna be going to different parts of space, wild space, the chaos, like all that stuff? Is it called the chaos? Or am I pulling that from the Witcher? It might be a oh, Witcher no. thing, but <laughs> But who knows? I mean, there's probably chaos in the galaxy. No, like, chaos is uh where the chis are. Yeah. Oh yes, 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 yes. Okay, yes. In the Thrawn, in the early early Thrawn like books that that just came out. Yes, correct, correct. That right. Would be so then also that would be interesting. Right. So it is all interesting. I it's weird. The sequel trilogies didn't leave too much room i think to play around with and to pull in past things like thrawn and the grisk and things like that so i have no idea what the series is going to be like i really don't i just uh i don't i want to speculate about it but i don't because i just want to enjoy it i have learned over that's these really past fair really fair the, yeah. i learned over these past couple of years that when i set an expectation and it doesn't happen then i truly get disappointed at least on the initial watch right once i kind of let go of what i expected and watch it a couple more times and appreciate what i'm seeing my perception changes but uh do we i don't know i don't know <laughs> but that's part of the fun though right it is obviously getting like a series like this we could go so many directions. Like you're saying, Reb like this could be obviously a Rebels 2 or Rebels continued type of show, but in live action form, which I'd be okay with. 
I personally, if they do, if they do come back to like a whole Rebels like series, I would love it in animation just because I love that show so much in animation. And I know we're going to have a uh, future um, episode, hint, hint, wink, wink on Rebels Remember Day. So like I'm, I hope that if it is these characters, which is fine, like obviously the Ahsoka series and her connections to the Rebel crew is very prominent. So it would make sense. Like you're saying, we are spec, you know, rumors are out there that a, a, an actress has been obviously attached to Sabine and that there's an actor attached to Ezra. And then the guy that voiced Thrawn, uh, Lars, uh, Mickelson, I mean, throw some blue paint on him, call him Thrawn, man. I mean, you could do a lot of fun stuff if you wanted to go that route. If you want to go that route, I God, there's just so many ways they can do the show. And I, I am excited um, to see what they do with the show. Obviously, there's controversy on, you know, Rosario Dawson and all that stuff playing Ahsoka. That's that's all valid and people, you know, that stuff to be talked about. But, I, you know, for us, just talking about the show specifically, I am excited to see what they do with it. and. I'm excited to see that this is this is going to be a Dave Filoni full-out show. Like, he's writing this, so I'm excited to see what he does. I'm assuming he'll direct probably a few episodes and whatnot, but I'm excited. I, I am really excited that we're starting to get some news on this show because I think, again, like you're saying, I want to see these characters from Rebels come to live action because I love them so much. But I do hope for me, that it's not a full-out Rebels-like show and they're just calling it Ahsoka. You know what I'm saying? That for, That's just for me. That's just for me. I would love a whole Rebels show in animation again, but I'm okay with it. Yeah, what do you got? So the thing is, is that Ahsoka is now tied to all different types of characters, yeah, right? Yeah, you're right about that. You're so right about she's that. tied to Ant. She knows Mando. She obviously hangs out with Luke every once in a while. Yep. You know, she's... Uh, you know, within that Rebels family, she has connections with. Uh, I don't Obi know. Or, I mean, she know. I mean, she knows Obi, right? Right. right. Yeah, I mean, she knows Obi. A lot of timelines. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like so many timelines, right? We could jump, and then you know, you think of the world between world. You think of things like Mortis. You think of things like the Bendu. You think of like stuff in the Force that like Filoni hasn't even scratched the surface of. That's why this could go anywhere it could absolutely right. go anywhere so but my thing is which it seems we're kind of going to right is she's looking for thrawn do we go to heir of the empire to the empire thrawn whatever right right so if we do that then if we kind of stay along that realm or how it was presented then we have to put luke leia han in there you know that's just how it goes so that's interesting too i don't think ahsoka fits in that that type of story so it's really interesting how we're gonna get to thrawn and where we go from there and really what you know again we talked about this in our uh Boba Fett finale talk about Thrawn, just him, like 
you know, the difference between him in the books and him in Rebels is it, it is it's there. So, like, where do they take him in the live show? What path does he follow? You know, in the books that he's very loyal to the Chiz. Now, I haven't um, finished Lesser Evil, so I got to finish that. But right now, uh, out of the books I have read, he is a very loyal Chiz. Like, Chiz is its family. Like, obviously, it's ride or die for Thrawn. So what happens now that, obviously, Ezra and him yeeted and are somewhere in wild space, what happens? What Like, where where does his loyalty lie? I mean, as far as I know, from, again, the books I, I have read, he was um, very, you know, strong friendships with Eli. Van, uh, Eli, I think, is that guy, is the kid's character from the first Thrawn books. So, again, where does he, does he pop up? Because, again, him and Thrawn were buddy buddies, man, and... He trusted Eli to go to the Chiz and to, you know, become kind of uh, a familiar with his, uh, with his kind. So it's just, yeah, the possibilities with the Ahsoka series is fun to talk about because there are so many avenues. Like you're saying, they could do the whole heir to the empire ish story in a way, shape or form. Right. But you have to know, like, again, they have set up, easily that she is looking for Thrawn. We know this, right? This is from Mando season two. She name dropped him. We know he is coming. We we just know that. So again, where does that lead to? Then that, you know, that leads you to, okay, well, last time we saw him, he was with Ezra. Is she looking for Ezra or has she already found Ezra and now they're all looking for Thrawn still? Like, again, there's so many, so many avenues, so many things we don't know. And that's what's exciting about the Ahsoka series for me is because of the character, Ahsoka herself, but the connections, like you said, Andrea, she has connections in every single timeline now. I mean, from, from Clone Wars to, you know, into the original trilogy that we're kind of finding out. And even in the sequel, because again, we heard her voice when Ray was calling out, man. So she's, Weird. she's, she's, she's everywhere. And, and I, and I love it. Honestly, I, I, lo- I love that character so much that I like that she is like a thread for us to follow through this entire like galaxy, the story that we are in currently beyond the Skywalkers, right? She's involved in that, but she's involved in a lot of other threads. So it's, it's cool. I'm pumped. I'm excited. I'm excited that they are getting these two actors. They're very good. They've, you know, I I think this is going to be a lot, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Uh, final thoughts, though, Ange, anything with these two announcements and Ahsoka series? No, like you said, um, great casting. I think Star Wars does a pretty good job at um, pulling in great actors and performers all the time. I mean, we saw it um, in Mando and even in the Book of Boba Fett. God, I don't know why, but I really hate the Rise of Skywalker today. <laughs> I do. I'm having I'm having a moment with the Rise of Skywalker. So <laughs> catch me on another day. I'll be like, yeah, it was good. Like these are the reasons why. But right now, I'm just ready to tear it apart. Um. But anyway, I, yeah. Well, welcome to being a Star Wars fan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, hey, yeah. What do you got? What do you got? But 
Yeah, I'm I'm excited because I felt like when they announced that there was going to be an Ahsoka series, I felt like it was so far off, right? Because there were so many projects that they announced. I thought it was just going to be one of those things that would take a long time to get to. And to hear that they're casting for it um, means that the production is rolling, which is super exciting. And the fact that we saw Ahsoka in the Book of Boba Fett is even more promising that this series will probably come up faster than we expected. So I I I want to stay so open-minded about this series. Uh we shall see. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, it's it's, it's good final thoughts because I I again, like you touched on it earlier, it, the expectations for me just because of my connection to the character and then obviously with what we know as far as her naming, you know, naming Thrawn in that Mando in that Mando episode. And the implications, the implications that that means for us as, you know, Rebels fans, it's huge. It's huge. So we'll we'll see where it goes. I'm excited. Very excited to dive into that series when it comes out. They are, I think, getting started on production and starting to film. I'm pretty sure very, very soon. I, I've, I've been reading, I think. So that's exciting. And then they also, they, they announced that Hayden was going to be in this series in some capacity. So again, that's exciting, man. Again, that coming off of her and Luke, man, I'm going to lose my, you know what, if I get a force ghost in a Soka conversation, I'm going to lose it, man. Uh, that's, that's another thing that I've always, again, have thought about, have wanted that conversation of him as a force ghost and her talking and them like reconnecting and him maybe, you know, just them talking. Like I, I, Oh God, I can't, I can't. If that happens in this series, I'll, I'll lose it. I'll lose it for sure. Do you think we'll ever get like a, like a recognition of Padme from Ahsoka to I hope so. Leia or Luke? You know, because I hope of what, so. such a strong figure she was in Ahsoka's life as a Padawan slash Jedi. So I, I I hope. I feel like she's been overlooked, you know. I hope so, because I think, again, this series would be a really good opportunity for that. You know, because, again, big, big scale. We could really dive into that. Now that we know that she's talked to Luke. I think I think we touched on it possibly when we talked about that episode that she was in in Book of Boba Fett. You know, when she says you're like your father, which is an interesting line, great line. You know, thinking about how Luke is really to me, he's more like Padme and Leia's really more like Anakin in my opinion. And I know people talked about this on Twitter recently and and I totally agree with it. Like Leia was the more brash one. I mean, get into the, you know, get into the garbage chute, fly boy. Like she was more Anakin. Luke was Luke is definitely way more, in my opinion, Padme, the 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 calmer one, the you know, not so brash, but knows when to be diplomat. Like that's just that's just how I feel. Yeah, I mean, there you know, Luke is like Anakin in many ways too, and obviously Leia is very much like Padme in many ways too. So they do compliment, you know, both parents, but I agree. Get some Padme love. Talk about how he is like her for sure. Cause he is in my opinion too. So maybe that conversation will happen in the show. I would love it. I would love it. 
So speaking of obviously Clone Wars and Ahsoka, Obi-Wan, we got the announcement, kids. The announcement that we've all been waiting for, Obi-Wan Kenobi series coming out on May 25th. I can't wait, kids. So that is the day before. Interesting enough, if you are up, if you're on top of your Star Wars nerd news, you know, supposedly, and if the the event still happens, that is the day before Star Wars Celebration this year. That's big. That's big. I can't wait. The the poster that they showed is amazing of him just walking in the desert. I mean, just, I I just, I can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait for this show. I, for me, Ange, and we'll we'll talk about it. I, for me, this is going to be such an, I, I just me going into the show, it's going to be a nostalgic. It's going to be a nostalgic ride. And I'm okay with that. Like, I, give me the callbacks to maybe some Clone Wars stuff of him and Anakin. Give me some other, like, references from, you know, uh, maybe Rebels or maybe... Other stuff, like, just just give it to me. Just give it to me. Just like Boba Fett did at times of nostalgia, especially in that Mando episode. In that, uh, you know, the N1, you know, seeing the N1 Starfighter again and all that. Give me all of it, man. I just, I can't wait for this show. I can't wait to see Ewan as Obi again. I can't wait to see Hayden as Darth Vader. How's he gonna look? I'm just, I'm super pumped, super excited. For this show. Now they also announced that. In the month of. I believe May as well. Let me double check. Yes. They are starting. Or they're saying this spring. So Marvel this spring. Marvel Comics is starting a whole run. Of Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, comics. So that's going to be a lot of fun. To explore. As we get closer to the series. So just a lot of Obi-Wan Kenobi news coming out the pipe. I'm excited for it. We finally got a date. We finally got a poster. No trailer yet. I think we'll get that hopefully soon. Andrew, talk to me, man. Obi-Wan Kenobi, we're close. We are close to it. How are you feeling? We are really close. I'm super excited. Uh, Like, ah. (laughs) I'm so excited. Uh, I'm I'm with you with the bring in the nostalgia, you know, like that's cool. But I have a feeling that since the Marvel comic book announcement, we're not going to see as many flashbacks as we expected because the Marvel book is comic book is based off of him writing in a journal and reminiscing about things that happened in the past. So I don't know if that's going to be like how we utilize that. And we really just stay in the Kenobi um, and the time frame of 10 years after Return of the Jedi. So we're that's a really year- good point. Good point. Yeah. So yeah. we're 10 years after Return of the Jedi. Uh, Luke is 10 years old. Uh, you know, I anticipate some young Luke and Obi-Wan old Ben interactions. Um, I don't see how you could not. Um, my mind goes bonkers around this Vader Kenobi fight scene that's supposed to be like historical or monumental. Um, is it real? Is it a vision? Uh, what is it? 
<laughs> so, I mean, because the thing is, in A New Hope, uh, when Vader senses his old master, he, they, I think Tarkin says that there's no way he could have survived. Like, he didn't believe that he had been living this entire time. So it's it's really weird, you know? But they said a lot of things in the original trilogy that don't hold up that well, so you never know. But uh, the idea of, like, Inquisitors, uh, the idea of uh, just Obi-Wan connecting with the Force, you know? And in the comic book article, they talked about, uh, you know, him connecting with Yoda and Qui-Gon and, and things like that. Or maybe flashbacking to Yoda and Qui-Gon. I don't, I don't know. So, I have a feeling... How many episodes is this supposed to be? Did they announce yet? I believe it's six. It's as far as I know, I believe it's six. I think that... Uh, I think we're just going to kind of stay where he's supposed to be. I mean, I was hoping for, you know, flashbacks of Satine. You know, flashbacks hey, that'd be of, great. <laughs> yeah, flashbacks of Ahsoka and Anakin... Uh, all those things. So, I mean, it's interesting. It can go both ways, but I think with them leading with that comic or having that comic in play means most of the flashbacks and the reminiscing and the struggles from his past might be addressed in that instead of addressed in the show. No, that's a good point. I, I, I wouldn't disagree. I think that makes sense. The only caveat I will say is that we know that they don't really stick with current like i mean sometimes they'll stick with current comics and things like that but a lot of times they don't really follow those storylines to a t right we've seen it so like for me i i I would hope that at least we get maybe a couple not a lot i don't want obviously the whole series to be flashbacks but i would love a couple in there especially now that you know in like the book of boba fett you we've seen obviously flashbacks we in it through Boba. And then obviously we got that flashback through Grogu, you know, through Luke. So I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibilities. Like if you asked me like, you know, four or five months ago, I would said, there's no way we would see a scene of Obi-Wan, Anakin and Ahsoka and Rex clone wars, uniforms and everything like ever in live action. I'm telling you what, there's possibilities of that though. And that blows my mind that we could see like Rex, Obi, Ahsoka, Anakin in their Clone Wars get up in some type of flashback for like a, a, a scene, a quick scene, quick whatever. Is this? I'd be insane. Is this your insider information? No, 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 no. <laughs> but that would be, again, but think about it. It would make sense, right? I mean, again, how do you promote? This is how I think about it. How do you promote your other content, right? You throw, I mean, again, what they did with Boba Fett, they added, they added Mando, right? And they added Ahsoka because, again, she has a show coming out. So, again, how do you let people know there's more stories coming along with some of these characters? You put them in the show that you have. It's marketing. It makes sense if they do it right like they did in Boba Fett. I really think that worked because, again, I don't think we're going to see Mandu or Grogu for at least a solid year. Boo! I mean, I get you. But again, 
That's why they did what they did to say, hey, we know you guys want to see these people. Here's quick some stuff. You're going to get more of it, you know, once we're done filming Mando season three. So that's, again, to lead up to Ahsoka. And you know the connections between Obi and Ahsoka. Like, and, and Anakin, obviously, if we know Hayden's going to be in this. And, An- like, and then we know Hayden's going to be in the Ahsoka series. I, I would just, I would just. It wouldn't, it's not out of the realm of possibilities for me to get that type of stuff. And can you imagine seeing like Ewan in like his, like in Obi One Clone Wars armor? That'd be so cool. That'd be amazing. And then again, seeing Anakin Hayden as him in his Clone Wars like armor, I'd be pumped, man. I'd be pumped. And again, maybe the Ahsoka stuff might be a little bit harder just because, again, aging of Rosario and things like that might be a little more difficult. But definitely I can see where we would get like Obi and Anakin flashbacks for sure. And then again, you got Tem. You got Tamara Morrison. Throw him as Rex, man. Put him in that freaking Rex outfit. How amazing would that be? To see those three. I mean, I would love Ahsoka, but to see really Rex, Obi, and and, uh, Anakin. I, I would go insane. I would go insane. What I mean, out of the realm of possibilities for you, would you be excited for it? Or you just want, like you're saying, do you want to just stay with Obi-Wan and stick with the story? Uh, I'm good with either. It's Star Wars, man. And it's stuff that I love. It's characters that True. I love. True. Um, To see them interact with, with each other in live action would be something that we just didn't expect to ever get. So it would be really great to see. My question is, are we going to get cameos from, like, special appearances from, like, uh, Ian McDermott, Natalie Portman, uh, things like that? Are we going to get an Emperor? Are we going to get a Padme flashback? Are we going to see, you know, a CG Tarkin? Like, how do, do we do we go that hard into the Empire or the remnants of the Empire? Do Or no? Wait. Where are we? We're 10 years before. I don't even know where we are. So this is 10 years, years after, after the Revenge Clone of the Sith. Wars. After the Revenge, Revenge of the Sith. Of the Sith. Yeah. Right. So do we get that side as well too? Because I feel like we do because it's so impactful. I I just, I don't know. I think we stay in, in that timeline. I don't think we flashback too much. And that'd be okay with me. I know there's rumors out there that we will get some inquisitors in this show which i would be i would love love to see some freaking live action inquisitors man who we spin them spin those lightsabers around and fly around i would love it i would love it again there's rumors rumors of a leia appearance a a younger leia it's just again bail bail organa you know my boy i want your man your main man put put him in and everything i don't care in (laughs) in this time frame i want to see him all put him in andor put him in this show so yeah i i you're right could they really go hard they could oh they could and i think they might because i think this is what again Lower those expectations, speculate responsibly for sure. But you know the fans of the prequels. Like like you and I are, man. 
Ewan McGregor and Anakin, you know, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen had so so much great chemistry together. You want to see that again, right? Not not obviously not just them fighting as as Obi and Vader, which is going to be amazing. But I I would love to see them as those Clone Wars, Obi and Anakin's man in live action. I would love it. And again, like you're saying, Padme. Natalie Portman, uh, well, she's in Thor. She's on the uh, Disney, uh, you know, money line. Payroll. Throw her in there. Yeah. Throw her in there. E- you know, Ian, as the emperor. I can do it. That would make sense. That would make sense. And again, that would, especially if if the Inquisitor stuff is right, that would, again, man, that would be so cool. And I can't wait. I mean, we did see an Inquisitor in the art when they were showing that little, like, behind-the-scenes sizzle reel. We saw some Inquisitor art there. So, I mean, I, I think that rumor, you might want to check that off, kids, as true. As true. What else you got, Ange? So, outside looking in, right? You're a casual fan. Uh, you never watch animation. You have no idea what uh obi's and anakin's relationship is like when my sister who is a casual fan when i told her that hayden christensen is gonna be in the kenobi show she actually was like ew right because she knows anakin as attack of the clones anakin revenge of the sith anakin kind of whiny um some people said he didn't pull off all that great of performance i don't believe that anymore so there are some people that actually are like, eh, don't care. And then I think of all the like nostalgia and things that they brought into the book of Bo- Boba Fett. And even people bitched about that. Like they're sick of seeing nostalgia. So let's just move on. So yeah, you're right. You're right. Will there ever be a Star Wars project that doesn't split the fan base? I don't think so. I think no. the Mandalorian maybe was pretty close to like keeping everybody um in the same opinion and 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 loving what was happening so i think this one is pretty i'm gonna be honest i think this one is pretty risky for casual fans for hardcore fans it's it's a given that it's gonna be amazing that it's gonna give us answers to things we've always wanted but as a casual fan i don't know if this you know hits with them that's just my anticipation so it's going to be really interesting if this is something that I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, most people, most people remember Kenobi as old Ben. So it's it's just going to be really interesting how this um, gets taken in by casual fans and taken in by hardcore fans. How how it's presented. I mean, we talked about that in Book of Boba Fett, man. Presentation. I I think I have more. I don't want to say this. I have more like I, I, I believe they will pull this off because I believe who's behind it. Like Deborah Chow directing it, she's gonna crush it, right? And I believe I don't know. I I'd have to look it up, and I, I totally forgot to look up. But I think she's part of the writing process too. Like she's involved in it or whatnot. But regardless, she's directing. I'm excited. I think. I, I trust her and I and I honestly I trust Ewan to know obviously he's been Kenobi. He knows the character. He knows how this 
how important this show is for fans. And I think obviously his involvement in the show is, I think will be prevalent to like how he thinks the character should be, how, how the character should act. And I think he knows what the fans would, would want and enjoy. So I have a lot of faith in this project for, like you're saying, for even casual fans. Because I think what they could do, which I think Mando did, like you're saying, it got casual fans in and it made them say, oh, who's that person? Like when Ahsoka showed up in Mando 2. Now you get people into watching Clone Wars and watching Rebels, right? Now with this show, again, if you do maybe certain stuff to get people like, oh, I didn't know that their adventures in the Clone Wars was this deep or the the connection between Anakin and Obi was this in-depth, right? Because we got that in Clone Wars. So to, to, to translate that to live action, I think would be big. Now, again, presentation, can they do it? I, again, I have faith. I have faith in the people that are doing this project, especially Deborah Chow. I, her directing, I think, is going, I think she just, she knows what to do. And I have total faith in her. And I think that's huge for the show to have one director, right? The entire show. It's not like, you know, Robert Rodriguez did this episode, Seth, you know, uh, Steph Green, and then Bryce Dallas Howard, then Dave Filoni. You got different, you know, um, directorial kind of flavors in like Mando and then in Boba. But for this show, which I think is very smart of them to have one person doing the entire thing makes sense. What what do you think about that? And what you got any answers? I was reading something. <laughs> I know. I was I was assuming you're looking up to see who's writing or to, I know I we know Deborah's directing. Did you find out who's writing? Yeah, Joby. Damn it. I lost it. Hang on. So it's one person. Joby, Joby Harold. Okay. So okay. uh, he's written things like uh, Army of the Dead, Transformers, Rise of the Beast, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Um, and then he's also executive produced on a lot of things. So okay. Robin Hood, John Wick 3. So, I mean, when you look at that sort of portfolio, it sounds like this is going to be pretty action-y, right? So yeah, yeah. It's yeah. going to be really interesting. I think that. What was your question? So my you no. Know, so my whole thing is: do you, do you think with it being obviously directed by one person and, and written by one person, the flow will be a hundred percent better in that aspect? Yeah, I do. But I, it's never been really confirmed that she is going to direct every single one. They said that she's a. Now they're saying that she's executive producer along with Kathleen Kennedy and Ewan McGregor and a couple other people. Okay. So I don't necessarily know if she really will direct every single one. That was an assumption from the get go, but we shall see. I don't know if I care either way, honestly. I mean, watching TV shows lately, episodes are directed by different people all the time. Um, and I don't think it breaks up too much of the flow, but we shall see. Uh, what do you think about John Williams doing the theme? 
I mean, that's a, I think a, a article that just came out recently that he is doing stuff. Makes sense. Not confirmed by Disney or Lucasfilm though yet. Right. I think uh, outlets like I think Hollywood Deadline and some other outlets have, that do this stuff for sure. They have said that this is what, you know, that he is doing some scoring to some effect. Makes sense, right? Especially with when you do a a an original trilogy character like Obi-Wan, John has been there for the entire process. You put him in. You you make yeah. him do some stuff. So I makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. I I I think again, I I feel like for this type of show for it being one character and this kind of specific timeline that we're in, it makes sense that, again, assuming that Deborah Chow is doing everything, which has been heavily speculated and I think presented to us in that way that she's directing everything, and then it's being written by one person with obviously a lot of people involved with it. I think Deborah probably had some you know input, so was Ewan, Kathy. So I think it, for this type of show, makes sense to have it one person because in the style won't seem to change. And again, I, you're not wrong where like in Mando and like Boba, like it didn't feel off, but we talked about how, you know, some stuff you could tell that it was a specific style by a director, right? Like you said, like Robert Rodriguez has a specific style, you know? So if you have one specific style for this show, I think that will come off better for general audience. In my personal opinion, but that's just me. We'll see. I'm excited. I mean, I, I can't wait to to see what they do with this show. I, I mean, I'm in, I'm expecting a full nostalgic ride, and I'm okay with that. Like going in, heading into the show, that's my thought process. Like, it's going to be a lot of nostalgia. It's going to be again some deep stuff, but it's going to be a lot of fun, man. I just I can't wait to see these two characters again to come back. Uh, final thoughts, Ange, before we wrap up. Do you think you will wake up early and watch it? Well, yeah, I have to for sure, right? You I have mean, to? Well, I, yeah, because, again, you don't want to get spoiled because if there is, like, big stuff that happens in the show, I'd rather watch it in the morning, know it, and then I can don't have to worry about social media. Yeah. Although I deleted the Twitter app on my phone, so, like, I guess I really don't care. Peace out. Right. So, but I'll watch it in the morning just because, I, again, I, it's it's become a routine now, right, with with Star Wars and Marvel shows, like I watch them in the morning before I go to work, and then I think about them all day at work, <laughs> and right? then I watch them again when I get back after work. So that's where I'm at with it. What about you? Are you getting up early, or are you are you just gonna watch it and you know whenever you can? I don't know. I just uh, the book of Boba Fett. I realized waking up that early in the morning and watching it kind of like drained not drained me but just kind of like made me think like oh whatever <laughs> and no that's fair there are plenty of book of boba fett episodes that i didn't like on my initial watch and i don't know if that's just because i'm not that hype enough for it so i mean i want to try to not watch it in the morning to be honest just concentrate oh, on my day cool. like as yeah. it is don't go on social media you know, it, it's very easy for me to, it actually is easy for me to avoid all that stuff. Most of my notifications and, you know, people that I follow 
you know, their postings, it has nothing to do with Star Wars. So I really have to dig deep to see something and I can easily just not go on it and have more of like a premiere experience, I think is what I want to do, like a nighttime experience, you know, sitting down, it's quiet, uh, maybe eating some popcorn, you know, just kind of playing it really loud, you know, just fully emerging in the experience instead of like, being like, oh, I got, I got to make, you know, I just, I don't want to be like greedy about it. I really want to experience it. So God, if we didn't do the podcast, I might even wait to do like a three episode watch and then another three episode watch. But um, mm, unfortunately okay. we, you know, have we to break be, down these episodes. We have <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's honestly what I'm going to try. You know, I like is, that. That's a good is idea. doing more of like a premiere experience instead of like having the volume down really low, you know, feeding the dogs, things like that. I want I want it to be uninterrupted and we shall see. I like that. That's actually going to be interesting. So I, I would like if you do do that, let's I, I think that'd be really interesting to see how it differs from other premieres and other shows that you've watched in the morning. I think it'll be really, really cool. Yeah, I, obviously, guys, we're both excited for this show, and we're both excited to see what the the Ahsoka the Ahsoka series will turn into. A lot of cool stuff again. Video games, besides hashtag Blackout Star Wars Eclipse, we're excited for. So a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipe for Star Wars. Obviously, we have more shows on the way. We know we're getting uh, Bad Batch season two sometime this year. We know we're getting Book of uh, the Andor series and then again mando probably early next year hopefully we got a lot of star wars content and then with celebration assuming that it goes forward a lot of announcements will be done there it's a lot of cool stuff man we have content that we will uh talk about and dive into with you guys and have some fun so Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We have a lot of fun talking about news all the time. So it's always fun to to dive into the news every once in a while. If you like uh, this show, please go follow us on Twitter at the Galactic Pod. And we're on Apple Pod, Google Play, Spotify. Go follow us, rate and review us if you can. We're on Link uh, Linktree as well with all the other um, platforms you can follow us on. And then you can follow me, Lauren Romo, at Loronos on Twitter. You can follow me, Andrea Gutierrez, at R2D2Step on Twitter. And as always, kids, may that force be with you. Always. Always. always.